0: Hi guys, and welcome to another episode of the Beauty Pop Podcast. I'm Victoria. And I'm Jen. And today we've got lots of cool stuff to talk about because... Spring is officially here. It's sprung, which is why I, I might
1: sneeze on you today cuz my Oh my gosh, upright. I've been sneezing so much this week.
0: <sighs> um, Mucinex and Allegra have been my best friends. You know, this week. it's been so rainy
1: in Los Angeles. And That's right. You guys got a ton of rain. That's where I live and we've had so much rain during the winter. And it's very funny because in between it hasn't even gotten that warm, but over this past weekend, um I actually did spring because it was sunny. It was about 70. It was perfect. I went to see Reba McIntyre at the Hollywood oh, Bowl. Oh, that's right. You were at the Hollywood Bowl. So much fun. And then I was at Descanso. Who Gardens. I love Reba. Oh, my gosh. Can was I she's just so tell good? you how she's so fun? First of all, I'm not even she, a country
0: music fan, and I would see
1: Reba. She, her opener was Terry Clark, who any of my 90s, any of my 90s country girls, like I girl crushed on Terry Clark. And it's not even because she was that like, you know, oh my gosh, stunningly beautiful. She's gorgeous. But that wasn't it. My girl crush came because she just had these like good women empowerment songs in the 90s. And she had a really tough voice. You know, she didn't have that soft kind of country thing that was was so popular. She was actually like kind of a badass. And so Mm -hmm. I always loved Terry Clark and she opened for Reba. And then Reba comes out and let me tell you something. We talk about skincare all the time. I need to know what she's doing. I know. (laughs) She's in her 60s. Victoria, you would look at her and she looks like she's maybe in her 40s. Her skin is flawless. Her hair is so cute. She still rocks that red color. And then she's got all of these sparkly costumes and she snaps them off. Like she'll come out in a dress. (laughs) She snaps off the bottom part and she's got this little short mini number on and you're like, Holy all moly! Right, Reba. I mean, I guess it's all right. You know, maybe she's got the nutritionist and working out. Because if that's just genetics, I'm sad that I got passed over. <laughs> <laughs> um, you know what? Real quick, you're just reminding
0: me the CMT awards were last yeah. Sunday, and um, did
1: I didn't watch it, but did you catch a glimpse of of uh, Shania? She's gorgeous, and by the way, she's coming to the Hollywood Bowl, and I've seen her in concert before, and I absolutely love her. But she still but, looks fabulous
0: it's not like still looks there's a whole new shania now she's there got herself together when <laughs> when because she had been out of the spotlight for a long time quite a while I don't, yeah yeah,
1: a, a long time that's what'll happen when your husband plays swap a wife with your best friend you know and that's... they're still
0: married too she
1: said oh, yeah I remember, they still yeah, are mm-hmm. yeah.
0: um, although she swapped
1: it you know She married the best friend's husband or was with him. Is she still married? Is she married now? I don't remember. I don't know. But I... I remember there was a big scandal
0: there with like the swapping of the... Yeah. But so Shania kind of a couple of years ago came... I feel like it was even during COVID. Within the last like year and a half or two years, Mm -hmm. we've sort of seen her come back out into the public eye a bit. And she had gained some weight and she... Like we all did during COVID. And, you know, she just looked like she was aging... At a normal rate, right? So Harry Styles pulls her up on stage. They do a duet during Coachella, and she's starting to like you know lose some weight. She's probably working out again. She's back in the public eye. Then Sunday night, I see her, and she's a size four. I know. So I don't know what she's doing, but she she might something. not even be a size four. She may even be less than that. But <laughs> I I did a double take, and I'm like, because she's standing there. Megan Thee Stallion gave her an award for something. And she had a cowboy hat on and the long hair, and everything. Her face looks flawless. The body is banging. I'm mm-hmm. like, okay, Shania. Yeah, Shania is back. She's I back. Mean, she looks like like she can put put that leopard cat suit back on from that video. Like remember that with the hood? How awesome mm-hmm. she looked in that! Oh my gosh! Oh, but that's what she looks like now. So props to Shania. I just reminded me of that when you said you you know the country music at um,
1: at. Hollywood Bowl. She's aging backwards. Yeah. But no, she looks she great. And I'm excited. I just saw her like maybe, it, you know, everything blends together with the pandemic. I feel like maybe it was. Yeah, I know. It was pre-pandemic that I saw her and in concert, if you get a chance. Reba's great. She comes out there and rocks it and sings her little heart out. Shania's is all over that stage. She's a really great performer. So if you're into country music at all, two thumbs up on both of those concerts. But if you want a show, Shania gives a show for sure. Yeah. And I'm I don't know if there's a new
0: album out yet, but I would assume it's coming soon. It's gotta she, be. You don't look that good unless you're putting a new unless album. Unless you're out. going on the road and you're trying <laughs> yeah. to
1: compete with everybody who's like 25 years younger than you and you're looking right. better than they are. She looked amazing. So props yep. to Shania. Um so
0: we're gonna we've got a lot of stuff to cover today, and because it is spring, we are going to talk about shaving hugs. <sighs> I'm not ready. I know. You know? I know. I'm just
1: not ready. <laughs> I know. Yeah. And both of us are like, Ugh, like it's, I had to it's go to the dermatologist this week. I told you this because I had this little bump on my like teeny tiny that I thought originally was like an ingrown hair. And I showed it to my doctor and he's like, ah, oh, you better get it looked at. And so yeah. I went to the dermatologist and he's like, well, I don't know. It could be all these things, but it's going to be gone now. But that made me really focus on going, I better shave these legs so I'm not super embarrassed when he gets in there and starts looking. And. <laughs> <laughs> I'll admit, I let it go during the winter months a little bit, but I'll always, like, I'll at least shave from, like, the knee down. But I, like, I did the full nine yards, and it's just... It's that time. It's that time now. It you is. Know? It's that time of year. So <laughs> you have so you have some
0: you have some cool stuff to share. Yes. Um, and I have actually been sitting on my razor subscription for a while. So I'm happy we're gonna talk about you this. You should today. never
1: sit on a razor. It's not <laughs> a good
0: idea. I oh my god, you know like one of my biggest fears in life is is having the razor, the the razor head pop off in the shower and have Ooh. me like step on it. That's like <laughs> one of my biggest fears and then <laughs> uh, and then we're gonna talk about some hair care mm-hmm. because i just bought look at how big this bottle is it's like huge i just bought biolage right biolage Be- this is the shampoo of my childhood y'all yeah and so
1: we're gonna talk about that later you're so and fancy the, smell? the child of my or my shampoo childhood was purple <laughs> essence. <laughs> okay. Well, I did too. I was in, I, so I liked herbal, essences.
0: I liked herbal <laughs> essences too. Um, so, and then, but I just want to start off real quick. Um, a couple episodes ago, we talked about one of your new favorite eyeshadow palettes made
1: by Morphe, which is a brand that you've mentioned before multiple times. I think I multiple. told you about not only the eyeshadow palette, but the thing that I had never tried before and a couple of episodes we talked about it, it was the blush and bronzer palette. And I'm right, loving yeah. it. I'm still using it today. I absolutely I use it every single day and I love it. I'm a Morphe girl. So and, Morphe. Um, so we yeah. and by the way, I want to just let everybody know we have a new
0: YouTube channel that mm-hmm. is so cute. I love how we've got short videos on there. You can listen to the entire length of the podcast if you want. We're gonna start putting video of us doing the show up there too. It's really, it's it's great. So we have a new listener. Her handle is the gayest gay. Welcome. <laughs> we, love is that that. A <laughs> we love that
1: challenge.
0: We love that. And so she, I, I don't know her real name, but I want to give her a shout out because she had listened to the the most recent episode where you talked about the Morphe stuff, mm-hmm. and she said she gave us a nice compliment on the episode, and also said love Morphe. Too bad they filed for bankruptcy. That was Such news to me. I know. Me too. That just happened apparently a couple months ago. And I'm not, I I tried to look it up.
1: I can't get a real answer on what that actually means for the Morphe brand. So I don't know what it means for them, but in general, just knowing, like, just kind of gleam, you know, looking at what other companies do when they go into bankruptcy, sometimes it means they're going to go out of business, right? Other times it means protection and a reorganization. And I'm hoping that's the case for Morphe in this, in this. Matter because I haven't. I've been looking to try to find out if that means they haven't explicitly said that the brand is shutting down or ending. It's the parent company, Forma, I think. Right. Which so, also
0: has a CEO named Simon Cowell. Did you see that? Is that true? <laughs> I don't think it's the Simon Cowell, but it is a Simon Cowell. Could the world have two Simon Cowells in it? Wow. I,
1: right. I mean, huh. maybe it is the Simon Cowell. I don't know. I know. I, that would be weird. If so, we should write him a letter ASAP and be like, please don't kill Morphe. Like, do something yeah. with it. And, so you know, under- also with the products, I think a lot of people might be intrigued to come in and buy it. When I had my makeup done last week and I told you guys I'm a big Priv fan, mm-hmm. I was kind of stunned to learn, and I did not know this, that MAC had been purchased by Estee Lauder. Which is a bummer because you think of – not that there's anything wrong with Estee Lauder. It's great. It's solid. I actually have some of the skincare that we'll do a review on soon that I'm I'm liking. the problem is that MAC is always to me the most vibrant creative brand, lots of colors, lots of pigment, lots of flair, lots of fun, and that's not necessarily the same brand as Estee Lauder. And so when I heard yeah, that I was like, sure. well that doesn't really match, but um according to the lady who did my makeup who worked for MAC, she said that that was the bummer about that for her is that she went there because it was creative and colorful and then she quickly found out that the Estee Lauder brands had a lot of markers that you had to get for sales and and all that stuff. So it definitely had more of a corporate feel. So I think this happens probably more than we think. And maybe someone will come in and save the Morphe brand. Who knows?
0: You know, it's interesting. Remember at the beginning, I think it was the beginning of this year, when we did the list of the top, like the most powerful beauty brands. Yeah. And remember, we were like, why is Estee Lauder so high up on the list? Now we know. Now we know why. It's because they own MAC. Among other things as well, is
1: Charlotte Tilbury in there as well? Because I know that she said she mentioned to me that Charlotte Tilbury is now also owned by somebody too. Not
0: and I can't remember if
1: it's a mega. I don't. I don't know what mega brand it is, but it was one of them. It was like maybe Lancome or Estee Lauder. We'll have to look it up. They they all at some point.
0: I think the cost of doing business Mm -hmm. becomes, you know, you you have to have a partner. And then I think acquisition seems to just be the way... Now, Charlotte Tilbury herself is still all over the brand. Totally. Totally involved. Yeah. So I think that it's just really probably less of a big deal to the brands themselves than it is to us. Because as consumers, you know, like you fall in love with a brand and you kind of want that brand integrity. And especially, you're right, with Mac... Mac has been an activist brand for yeah. years for the LGBTQ community, um, for drag queens. Like, I mean, Mac has been, remember Lady Gaga w- when she was first oh, yeah. blowing up, she was working with Mac. So it's, yeah, I mean, it probably r- really doesn't necessarily change the products as much as long as they keep the creative people in charge.
1: Then- if they do, right. If they do, If, if they keep them in, then it doesn't change the integrity of the brand. And for Morphe, just to go back to them, the thing that's so great about them, and maybe this is to their detriment, is that they gave a really good product for a really inexpensive price. And so that's, you know, the packaging wasn't much, but that was part of the game. You just got a solid thing. You got a solid product, not a lot of fancy packaging, but it worked. Mm -hmm. And hopefully that will stay intact, but you never know. There might be a change coming, formulas change, maybe the prices go up. I guess we just have to wait and see, but I still see a bunch of Morphe advertising. Like I looked at the, um, you know, you get the little Ulta catalog for their sales every month and Morphe is still really a huge part that they're featuring there. So I guess it's, it's still going for now. So to answer, to go back to Charlotte Tilbury, um, you are correct. Your
0: intel is correct. They are Charlotte Tilbury. The brand is now owned by Puig, which is a Spanish company that owns now owns. It's a parent company, like mm-hmm. one of you know, like Estee Lauder owns Nina Ricci, Carolina Herrera, Herrera, Paco Rabanne, Dries Van Noten, Jean Paul Gaultier. Um, I don't know so any of the other brands, brands, and actually. then Charlotte Tilbury. So yeah. I, it, it, Charlotte might actually be their. Kind of marquee beauty line. You it know, sounds like in it. their lineup, but yeah. So um yeah, I mean that's the thing. It's do you remember when um Kylie Jenner had to rebrand all of her Kylie Cosmetics, mm-hmm. and she had the way that she became one of the youngest, if not the youngest billionaire. Ah, uh, she might have been She's, the youngest. I think she might have been too. So she was under the Cody brand, and right. then that. Either Cody went out of business or filed for bankruptcy. There was something else going on with Cody. I don't really remember. And then Kylie had to take everything in-house and then kind of restructure and mm-hmm. redo all of it. So the that the parent company stuff happens, I think, a lot more than consumers are aware of. Yeah. But as long as the product themselves, if the products themselves stay the same and the formulations don't change, which a lot of times some of the formulations do change, like Kylie had to reformulate all of her stuff. Right. And Kim and Kardashian had to do it too. too.
1: You know, sometimes even brands that don't change ownership or get other people involved, they change the formulas and it makes me nuts. Yeah. I, you know, it's like for whatever reason, maybe an ingredient has been declared like it's not that great. They can't get a hold of some things because of supply chain issues or it's just become too expensive. You, There's been brands where you go, is this really the same thing I've been using over and over mm-hmm. and over again? Yeah. It doesn't work the same.
0: Yeah. So that's, so hopefully with Morphe, it will not turn into, it won't disappear because mm-hmm. I know that you love it. And I know it's a popular brand. People love the price point as well.
1: A lot that's of makeup artists that, love it too. Yeah.
0: So thank you to the gayest gay, our listener <laughs> and uh, for that tidbit, because I did not know that. And, um, so we appreciate that. And so let's go to Our legs. (laughs) (laughs) I know we don't really want to color on those things.
1: (laughs) Oh, I know. (laughs) So, okay. So, you told me that you found a shaving oil that you really like. So, let me just reminisce. And I just was actually when we started the podcast, if you saw me looking like at my phone like a crazy woman, I wasn't being rude. um, There was something like probably in the early two thousands. This product that I absolutely loved. It was a sugar scrub shaving product. And it was a scrub with an oil and you shaved with it. It was the best shave I ever had. Now you put a lot mess of razors. With your blades? Of course it does. Oh <laughs> you okay. have to, like, <laughs> you'd have to throw them out after, you know, you'd yeah. have to replace your disposable razors. And it was from this privately owned company, small business in Los Angeles. And I loved supporting them. And so I hadn't thought about them in a while and I mean, I would give this to people for gifts because it was just such a gr- like it was a great product. Everybody I gave it to absolutely loved it, and it was the best shave. But I fell out with them, so I was just looking to see if they're in business, and I can't find them. So I think they must be gone, or they but, were bought and have a new name, <laughs> or they're now under the Charlotte Tilbury name. Right? They're now, they're now under the uh, Morphe, formerly Morphe umbrella. Um, so I always am looking for like the best shaving product, and I do admit, like because we both have dry skin. A sugar scrub to me is almost essential. If I want to get a really good shave, I do Mm -hmm. a sugar scrub before I actually use the product to to shave. And it helps. Just releases I do like a loofah or – Loofah will do it in pinch as well. So I love doing that. But the shaving cream that I use, and I always just use the cheap stuff, the shave gel, you know, whatever brands that is the Gillette. And it just, it's fine, but it's, you know, it's nothing spectacular. So I came in touch with this brand called Tree Hut, which is um really inexpensive. It's available like on every Target shelf, every drugstore. It's become very popular because they started promoting it a lot on Instagram. A lot of influencers got a hold of their sugar scrub. And if you if you love a sugar scrub, they have a great one and the smells are amazing and they change them up seasonally. So you can get They've got probably 10 or 15 different smells that you can get. And they're really nice products. So when I was looking at that part of the shelf at Target, I saw that they now have a shaving oil. And I thought, wait a second. I need to try this. It's absolutely fantastic. comes in a pump. So you don't have to worry about like it rusting to your, you know, how the mm-hmm. p- shaving cans oh, rust in your shower. Yep. <laughs> comes in a pump. And it's not super oily. I would actually call it more of a gel. But it does have a really moisturizing way about it. It also leaves behind a lot of moisture. And I think it's a great alternative to a shaving cream, which I feel the shaving cream can kind of strip your legs. After you use it, can strip it of a lot of moisture. So this actually puts the moisture back in.
0: I think it's because there's alcohol in them all.
1: For sure. And so this product, I noticed, does not dull my blades like using the old old sugar scrub. But it's really fantastic. And the, the smells are great. You can do, they've got like coconut lime they have vanilla bean, they've got um, lavender, they have all these different smells. And they're only about nine bucks a bottle. You can get them, again, anywhere, any drugstore, Amazon has them. And they're a really nice product. So you just squeeze a little bit in your hand, rub it on your legs, and I feel like a little bit goes a long way and you get a close shave and you feel a lot more moisturized after it's all done. So if you're you're looking to feel like that, especially even if you don't have dry skin, I think that using those products can strip your legs of a lot of oil and everybody wants to glisten a little bit after we shave, Absolutely, Sure. So it's it's a good one to check out. I think you'll like it.
0: That is great. So I'm going to try that, too, because I have not landed yet on anything that, like, excites me about yeah. shaving. <laughs> and if it's, if something smells really good or you know you're going to get that benefit of, you know, you're going to get a little extra moisture, or maybe some, like you said, a little bit of a sheen. Yeah. If it just smells nice in the shower, that's, like, enough to get me through it. And like, definitely I,
1: don't expect solid oil on your legs either. This is definitely like... A, and I'm not going to slip and die, right? No, in the tub? it's definitely okay, more of a gel you know, than okay. anything else. But it's got a nice finish when you're all done.
0: Okay. So on my shaving end, on I have gone... I For years, I just used the Venus razor. Mm-hmm. Me too. And you remember in the early aughts when um, it was kind of a good idea, but horrible product. When Jewel went like pop... And she had that um, intuition.
1: Yeah. With a bar of soap at the end of it. Yes. It basically had this like <laughs> a razor of- with a bar of soap.
0: <laughs> and it was supposed to, as you wet it, it was supposed to glide on your leg. And with also the razor built- your leg. <laughs> yeah. The- with the razor <laughs> built into the middle of this, like, yeah. you know, like a bar of soap. Yeah. But it was, it was weird. Anyway, the execution of it, it was horrible.
1: Yeah. You no, I was not a fan. I tried you, it multiple I times. Tried, oh, I
0: tried it. You couldn't get like, you couldn't shave over your knee. No. There was and just also, no accuracy. if you left
1: it in your shower and you didn't have oh. the cover on, remember it would get all like slimy if you weren't oh. using it every time? Yeah, gross. It was gross. And so it wasn't after, great for like under your arms or your bikini line. No. Like, it was just not functional. No.
0: No. I mean, like I said, the idea, I think, was cool. Yeah. It just was poorly executed. And the song was great, remember? Well, she had the hit song. and Yeah, and yeah, then like, right, <laughs> right. So it kind of all went together. <laughs> yep. But um, yeah, so after that disaster, I kind of stuck with Venus, mm-hmm. So which also had another song, right? It used the Bananarama song. <laughs> Did they goddess on a mountain? To Venus Wizard. Yeah, oh, I think they that's used. So
1: funny, I don't even I think remember they that.
0: <laughs> they were probably trying to compete with Jewel. <laughs> they needed but, something, um, right? Yeah. So, uh, so, I, and uh, literally, ever since I have just used Venus razors, and they are really expensive. I know they are really, really expensive, and I kind of got to the point where I was like, I don't really know that this is even better than like a cheap, you know, disposable the cheap razor. cheap ones
1: are fine if you don't get the super, super cheap ones. But if you get like the, the Bic for Ladies ones, as long as you throw them out all the time, that's the problem. But then that's not really great to have all that waste either. But no, and that's exactly why I didn't want to do that. You gotta keep them fresh. If you let them yeah. sit around a while, then that's when you yeah. start, you know, it's like Freddy Krueger was shaving you.
0: Right. So I, I just kept using the Venus reluctantly. And then I was... Where was I? I was watching something on Instagram. What a shock. I know that's Uh, weird. It was an influencer this time. This was an influencer. And um, she was talking about how there's a company that does a mail order um, razor blade and handle, you know, Mm -hmm. like a a whole program. You know what it was? Do you remember how all the the dollar shave club? Yeah, I was
1: going to say they do this for guys.
0: All the the Harry's razors, like the Mm -hmm. guys had a million things. And there was really nothing for women. But women... Reported stealing those razors from Dollar Shave Club, and because they were really good, so then this company came along and named Billy B i l l i e, like Eilish Mm -hmm. or Holiday, depending on your age and frame of reference.
1: (laughs) Um, And so this goat, if you don't like pop culture at all. Is a she Billy Goat with an IE? No. <laughs> oh, all right. I was Sorry. gonna say, all right, we, we welcome <laughs> all the billies. An IE.
0: <laughs> all the billies are welcome here. Um, so anyway, so I was like, you know what, I'll try that. It's really affordable. Like you get a pack of four razors for like $9.99. You can get them every month or every couple of months. I mm-hmm. find that the razors last a really long time. They have two of the moisture strips like on either end. There, I think four blades. So it's like a quattro. It's very similar to the Venus. Nice. Comes with a really nice, like you can pick all all, you know, there's a little bit of like the girly part of me. It's all pretty colors. Mm-hmm. You can pick, you can pick whatever kind of color razor you want. Um, you can pick the subscription amount. Like if you shave your legs once a week, you obviously don't need four razors a month. Yeah. So you can, you know, you can really customize. And the razor head just pops right off. The handle is very comfortable in your hand, ergonomically mm-hmm. really well designed. I'm, I'm not a brand snob, but I'm a design snob. and right, these you are want it to really, be good. Yeah. Plus it comes with, which I also love, mm-hmm. not a suction cup thing that goes on the shower wall, but it's a little piece of putty and a magnet. And it oh. fits. And it fits it, it's like a custom fit that you just hang your razor up and it just magnetically attaches, but the blade doesn't touch anything. So the blade is always able to air out and dry. So
1: oh, that's So you don't get cool. that
0: mushiness. Yeah, that's the really good. The other thing that it comes with that's freaking genius, and I don't have it in front of me right now or else I, can, I could show you, it comes with a travel case for the razor, but it the but the case is like a triangle shape, and it just it's a plastic thing, and it snaps over the 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 head of the razor.
1: Oh, just and, like a cover to cover the sharp part. Yeah,
0: but it's but it's like a it's like a case. It's like a That's t- you know cool. it's like if you, when you travel with your electric toothbrush, right, right? Same idea. And it's perforated, so the air gets in there, so you don't get any gunk building up. I love that. It's honestly it's really, really I'm gonna well have to look into it. I've I'll, never heard of of Billy Razors. I'm gonna have to look into it. They're just incredible. And the other thing is they have other products. And I know we're we haven't I don't think we've ever done an episode on makeup removers and wipes and stuff, right? No, but that's a good idea to write that one down. Yeah. Um <laughs> we'll circle back because I have a whole <laughs> review of the Billy. Makeup remover wipes. We'll oh, so they about even that. have
1: they even have makeup remover and stuff. So- oh, they have cool. other
0: products that they're getting into now. So, but the shaving cream that they have mm-hmm. is comes in. I think, I think it's just lavender scent. Mm-hmm. It's a shaving cream that I really. I'm going to try your shave oil because I think I might might like that a little bit better. But I I'm with you. I grew up using like whatever was in you know the house, right? Yeah. My dad's shaving cream, like you know the big Anything, stuff that right. puffs up, you know. And you end up just wasting so much of it. I don't think the the fact that it lathers up so much even does anything. I don't know why. Yeah, I don't even know what the function of it is. Exactly. What is that? You're just kind of carving through a mountain of like whipped cream on your face. <laughs> right. I, I don't know. It did. I don't get it. It's decorative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um. But so the Billy shaving cream doesn't. Um. It's it doesn't have like it's not an aerosol. It doesn't mm-hmm. expand, but it has just a little bit of a lather to it, and it's very moisturizing. And I just realized, and I and again, I don't, you know, in the winter, I don't shave my legs that much. And most of the time when I do, I'm so lazy, I do it really quickly just with water or right. the soap that's already dripping down my body as I'm in the shower. Like, I'm lazy about it. Mm-hmm. But I've noticed that my shaving cream bottles are in the garbage can empty. So I asked my husband, I was yeah. like, um, what do you use to shave your face with? Cause he has like a, like a short kind of beard. Right. And he he's like, up. you know, yeah. He's like, well, you know, whatever is in the shower, that shave cream stuff. It's really good. I'm like, so he's been using yours.
1: That's supposed to be for me, but he's like, well, yeah, but you never seem to use it. So I just use it. (laughs) Okay. So that's low key passive aggressive. You might need to write that down for your counseling. I know, right? (laughs) I (laughs) didn't even think of that. I didn't even think of that. (laughs) He's like, "Um, if you could shave those things, Sasquatch, that'd be really nice. Exactly. Exactly. (laughs)
0: I didn't even think of that.
1: Um, But
0: anyway, so, but the shaving cream is really nice. It's great for sensitive skin. It doesn't have like, there's nothing that's irritating in it. It doesn't dry your skin out. Like like you had mentioned, a lot of the yeah. shaving creams, you know, you can really dry your skin out. Doesn't do any of that. So I am like a Billy fan for life. I don't hmm. think I could... I would never imagine a time where I would switch to something else. It, the razors are incredible. They
1: last a really long time. And, and you for can, the
0: price point, it's... Can't can you buy it.
1: one off or do you have to be... Do you have to subscribe?
0: Um... I think you can buy one off too. Mm-hmm. I don't think you. I don't think you. You can buy a pack of four, and I don't think you need. You get obviously you get a better deal if you right. subscribe. Um, but yeah, I think that you can go in and just set whatever works for your lifestyle. But um, and the shaving cream isn't that expensive. Like everything is just so well priced, and I think it's without it being in stores. You know, they cut out the middleman right, kind of, of a course. thing. So the direct to consumer pr- that you know that model saves a lot of people a lot mm-hmm. of money. But I was just, so thank you to whoever that influencer was. I don't remember your name, but anyway, it was, (laughs) it was, yeah, it was a really good recommendation. And that has definitely changed my life
1: and the travel aspect of popping that cover on the razor and not. I love that. Yeah. And not having to fool around with it. Cause sometimes I would take a disposable on the road and then just, you know, so that's actually, that's really nice that you can just travel with it. Absolutely. So that is, I'm totally excited about that. Very cool. I'm going to have to try it.
0: So, now we're going to transition to our heads. (laughs) Different type of hair. Different hair. (laughs) So, okay, when I was a kid... I remember sitting in the salon chair or in like in the salon as my mom was getting her hair done and a company called Biolage by Matrix. Matrix was not new, but the Biolage line of shampoo and conditioner was new. Yeah. And everybody was buzzing about it in the salon. The reason they were buzzing about it, and I believe this has been debunked, is the rumor at the time was that it was so amazing for your hair is because it had placenta in it. Did you ever hear that? I did not hear that. That was, and, and the, I remember distinctly <laughs> no. sitting there because in the car on the way home, I asked my mom what placenta was. Oh, that is the, so funny. Because some of the stylists were kind of like whispering it. They're like, it's placenta. That's what <laughs> makes it so good for your hair. And it became oh this like, gosh. you know, this like crazy thing. I'm an, I'm literally going to Google now.
1: Is there placenta? <laughs> <laughs> in biolage. Nothing like a little placenta in your hair in the morning, you know, it I really mean, gets things going. <laughs> and, you know, survey and, like, says, um,
0: I can't find anything right now. No, it might I be some kind so. of protein, though. It, that's what I think. Yes. Uh, I think that's what it really is, is that it's there. They've used some sort of Protein that's now where they're getting the placenta from. I have no right. idea. Is it a an animal? Is it a human? <sighs> I don't know. Even weirder, right? So I don't yeah. even I don't even know that aspect of it. But Biolage anyway became a massive, massive salon favorite, and then it kind of like a lot of other salon brands, it ended up you know being sold at
1: drugstores or you know it kind of. I'm always I'm gonna d- tell you do not Google BioLage and Placenta because <laughs> <laughs> Did you get something gnarly? Well, I've got, uh, let's see, Biologic Research Placenta. I've got Placenta Regenerating Cream to help with acne. Uh, Placental and Amniotic Matrix Injections in Los Angeles. So, yeah, there's probably a lot going on here. I'm just going to back away from
0: that. I'm guessing, then, that either it had placenta in it at
1: the time, and then it doesn't anymore because people
0: got too freaked out. Or people were just crazy. (laughs) Well, the weird thing is, like, why would... The salon owner who just started carrying it, yeah. Where would they even get that? There idea was probably
1: from. some sheisty, or some sheisty salesperson who came through the salons, like you have to try this new new <laughs> new shampoo. Just watch and see the secrets of placenta. You know, right. something like that. So the other day, I'm in
0: CVS, and you know they have, and this is where I was going with the the brands that used to be exclusive to salons. Totally right. Mm-hmm. They're for sale in. I don't know I don't know about Target, but they're definitely in CVS and Walgreens. And, and Rite Aid for
1: sure. Yeah. They've got yeah. higher end products now.
0: And like but every company has a warning. If you don't buy this in a salon, you're not buying the real thing. Right. right. Remember that for years. I do. There was so, a sticker.
1: Right. So like is that real or not? I don't know. No, I think it's real. I'm sure they've expanded their distribution now. They
0: must have by now, right? So I I was wandering through CVS the other day and I needed to get some shampoo and I've been coloring my hair for, you know, ever because genetically I had gray and, you know, by the time I was like my late Mm twenties. So, but I've noticed my hair and I, now that I have like very straight chin length kind of razor bob, I I, dry, I blow it dry and then I flat iron it. So it's gotten mm-hmm. a lot more like heat styling yeah. than in the past. So I kind of wanted something that was moisturizing and also, you know, can kind of protect some color. And I'm walking through like the quote unquote, you know, high end aisle of shampoo and I saw Biolage and I'm like, oh, my God, that is such a blast from the past. I have literally not seen or even thought of Biolage in 20 years Mm -hmm. maybe (laughs) like I mean I don't even know how long it's been yeah but the scent if you've ever used Biolage like I can't stop smelling it. oh it it. smells so good it's the most heavenly scent ever and so as soon as I because it had a seal on it but as soon as I opened one of the the smaller bottles didn't and when I opened it I was like (gasps) Uh I'm back I was like, I'm back in my room at home in my parents' house. Like, this was in my shower. Like, it was just like, oh, my God. It was such –
1: smell is such an amazing It's so thing. crazy. I know. One little sniff of something and you're like back in a, in a moment in your life. And and for you especially, too, because, you know, we
0: talk about you being a sommelier. Yeah. And when you had COVID, you lost your sense of smell and I was can't crazed. even imagine that. Yeah, the I smell in the I taste COVID, was weird. Yeah, you know, I didn't lose any – the only thing I had with COVID, I didn't lose any smell, but like martinis tasted weird for like a month.
1: Yeah. And the, then I, it was, I'll tell yeah. you, and it was in the shower when I noticed for the first time, cause I wasn't sure I had COVID. I just thought I was sick and it was early on when you actually yeah. had to go somewhere for a test. And so I was in the shower getting ready to go for my test and I opened up my, I was in the middle. I can remember it clear as day. I was like, you know, all sudsing up using my loof, And all of a sudden I realized, I can't smell anything. Why am I not smelling the soap? Because you can always smell your soaps and stuff, especially with the hot water. I was like, why am I not smelling anything? And I started to like panic and I was like sniffing my shampoo and sniffing my body gel and I could not smell anything. And that's when I ran out of the shower with the water running, naked dripping water, running into the kitchen, opened or actually out to the, I have a little like covered patio, opened up a bottle of bleach and stuck my nose inside and could not smell anything. And that's when I knew I was like. Toast.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Thankfully, your smell has been restored. Right.
1: Thankfully, I can smell your Biolage now. <laughs> yes.
0: I was gonna say, don't buy the Biolage unless like you can smell it because it is just like. But is
1: it working for you? Do you like it? Haven't tried
0: it yet. I literally just got it yesterday. So tonight I'm gonna I'm gonna use it tonight. I'm so excited. So this is the I got the color last, and it has um it's for color treated hair. It helps color stay vibrant. It's apparently very mild, mm-hmm. um balanced you know pH levels. Uh, and and some moisture. So we'll see. And I also follow it up with, I didn't buy the conditioner from yeah. Biolosh because I used the um, Olaplex conditioner. Right, you like that a lot, I know. If you, if you color your hair, the Olaplex is, on, I mean, it's gotten a lot of like some weird things happening. I don't know if you've seen that lately. Mm-mm. It's kind of been in, some of the shampoo I think is irritating people's scalps. It did for me only, but I am so sensitive. So I stopped using the shampoo The conditioner is fine and it's amazing for your hair, but don't like, if you have a sensitive scalp, I wouldn't like rub it into
1: your scalp. The shampoo. The conditioner, you're just putting it on. Conditioner, you don't need to do that. Yeah. Yeah. I
0: mean, I had a hairstylist once tell me, and I had longer hair then he was like, people do not know how to like wash and, and condition their hair. Mm -hmm. He said, when you wash your hair, people are always like, you know, like moving their fingers around and really like scrubbing their scalp and yeah. everything. He was like, people way overdo it because every time you do that, you're literally breaking down the follicles of your hair. You're mm-hmm. you're creating breakage. And he said, and then as far as conditioning goes, oh, and he also said when people are like constantly wringing their hair and everything, oh, yeah. like, that's just like horrible. And then as far as conditioner goes, conditioner should literally... You make a ponytail, and from the ponytail down, that's yeah, it should the only be on the lower two
1: thirds of your hair is what I've that's always the heard. Yeah,
0: only part that conditioner should even touch mm-hmm. on your head. So I don't have an issue with with Olaplex because I kind of follow that model.
1: But um, I am excited to get back into Biolage. I hope you that, have to you let know. me know because I think I'm in the market yeah. for new shampoo. I am so transient when it comes to shampoo. And just as a follow up, I think I told you guys I was a big fan of the uh, Amica but. Um, body spray, basically the volumizer. And mm-hmm. I love that. So I went and bought the shampoo, not a fan of the shampoo, very oh. heavy for my fine hair. Like it looks oh. to me, it never looks clean because it is so weighed down. So oh, yeah. I spent a lot of money on a product thinking that I would like the whole brand. Yeah. And I don't think so. So the next I time I go get my hair you. done. Yeah. I, I may direct
0: know. you to Walgreens or CVS for some biolage because I might have BioLage- to do it. Biolage back in the day was just one shampoo and one conditioner. Now, it's they have a volume um, formula. They have a purple shampoo because you're Mm -hmm. very blonde now. So you may want to do a purple shampoo. I do have a
1: purple shampoo and conditioner in my shower and I use it occasionally. So I slip it into the routine like every so often.
0: Yeah. And then they have um, a hydrating one if your Mm -hmm. hair is like very dry or kind of fried. Uh, Then they have the color one. And then there might have even been there may have even been one more. But it was an impressive array in terms of like how far the line has come, even though it's probably not in salons anymore. It's probably just, you know, in drugstores. But the signature scent is still there. I was not going to buy it. it if it didn't still smell the same it needed to smell like my childhood.
1: <laughs> and it does. That's so fun. Nice. This is my nostalgic purpose. You have to give us a full report after you have started using it a few times to let us know how it is. I will do that. Um, all right, I think that's pretty
0: much everything for this week, right? Definitely, you guys check out our YouTube channel, and you can find it at Beauty Pop Podcast. So if you go on YouTube, just search Beauty Pop Podcast, and just like and subscribe, and then you'll you know get all of the content. We've got lots of short videos and things like that. The Gwyneth stuff, um, you know, her outfits, mm-hmm. which. Turned out to be a lot more expensive than what people originally thought. <laughs> yeah. There was some high end stuff that that Gwinnie was wearing in
1: court there, <laughs> but uh, hey, she you know she won her case, so she can afford to still do Good that. Good news, I hear he's going to appeal, so that might give you something else to watch. Oh, he is. I just heard rumblings that there may be an appeal in the works. So that is really unfortunate because that is expensive.
0: It is, and. The, I, I I had said to a friend of mine who's an attorney, she's not a trial attorney, but I had said, I was like, oh man, I'm like, this must be like $100,000 in legal fees that he has to pay. And before she even answered, I was watching court TV and they were like, this case has been going on for seven years, which I Oof. didn't realize. And with all the experts and everything that they've hired, they Ugh. estimate that it's between 10 to $15 million that Gwyneth has spent. Oh, So no. that's what this guy has to pay.
1: He's good luck she's asking that. for mm-hmm. one
0: dollar plus all of her legal fees. How is he going? I mean, I That's know he probably likes to travel. Why he has
1: to appeal. I bet you anything. Maybe he has to. Well, but then, then he's only you're racking up just, then you're his racking own up bill. More.
0: I know. Yeah. I mean, it's Man. like Amber Heard, right? When Amber Heard lost in the Johnny Depp case, the mm-hmm. civil case, he she has to pay him ten million dollars, and she's like, "Well, I can't. I can't pay yeah, it." Good so. luck.
1: Try squeezing blood out of a turnip. Good luck so with that. In that case, like, what do you do? I know. I mean, that's I a judgment, I guess, that goes against your property and everything else. It's, it's or really... if you get really nasty, then it's a, you know, it sits on your income so that they can start stripping it away when you do make money. But what? That's a nightmare. A nightmare. Yeah.
0: You know, I think he from I'm surprised he is appealing because I saw an interview where because he loves to give interviews mm-hmm. um, where he said, you know, oh, there's more downside than upside to suing a celebrity. And, you know, his character's been assassinated. And it's like, well. You kind of right. did that on your own. Yeah, the, the this clips, whole thing.
1: I'm sure yeah. Gwyneth was happy to just let this go away, but you know, yeah, he's the one so, that started it all. Yeah, so I, I
0: kind of feel bad for him in a, in a little bit of a sense, but also like, you know, dude, you brought this on yourself. Exactly. Even her, even her attorneys were like, you know, you did this on your own. Yeah. But anyway, so um, yeah. So next week we will. I think next week, actually, we should probably talk about our idea of like you know makeup removers, the wipes. Let's do it. Yeah, because that's you know as we're out and about more in the nice weather, uh, at Put least on for- that makeup, and you got to take gotta it off when you come more. home. Yep, <laughs> and then and and you know and as the weather gets warmer, it's really I feel like it's it is a lot more important to
1: make sure you're cleansing your skin and letting yeah. it breathe, so you're not just getting like. You know, humidity. you and- can get sweaty and dirty and when you're outside more. so absolutely yeah, makeup removers. Let's do it. Well, thank you guys so much for listening and uh we will talk to you next week.